Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery podcast are proud to bring you Answering the Call, the first responder podcast. Join your hosts, Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, as they address the real issues in health and wellness for first responders. From physical and mental health to relationships and work-life balance, we leave no stone unturned. Answering the Call, the first responder podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, as well as iHeartRadio. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery answering the call. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Answering the Call, the First Responders Podcast. I am the Podfather, Mike Miles. And I'm here with Jersey Egg, guys. That's it. How's it going, Podfather? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to today's show. We got a real special guest on, and uh, we'll talk about him in a minute. But uh, We do. Hot Dog Joe, he goes by. Oh, we love Hot Dog Joe. Not only does he have a good product, smart, beyond belief, but just such a good person. Always helping. Always helping. Always helping. 365. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any any police officer, anybody in EMS, especially cops, um, you know, you... If you're saying prayers at night, say a little prayer for Joe because he definitely is the type of guy that uh, he'll be there for you. He won't even know you, and he'll be there for nah, you. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he's like you. I think you both of you guys were cut out the same mold, man. You you guys will go above and beyond for everybody. And you know, the, we're going to bring him on here in a minute. But um, just just the the passion that he has to help the police officers because he was there. That then he'll tell him. But you know, we, we, listen, Joe has been on the show probably three or four, maybe five times already. So yep, yep. go back and listen. To some of the other shows we guys we had a really good topic we're going to talk about today but before we go into that right. um is uh, i just want to make sure we can get a hold of you have a question for joe or or a, any of us um you can call us at 617-379-1163 um 617-379-1163 right. or um uh, email us at help at friends and recovery podcast it's help at friends and recovery podcast and um also, uh, if you want to uh, kind of find us on Facebook, there's a there's a Facebook page for us, Mike. You and I have a Facebook page at Answering the Call. So, go. <laughs> yes. So go go on go on um, the Facebook thing and just type in Friends in Recovery, Answering the Call, and like us and follow us. And sure. I think we have uh, all kinds of social media stuff. But Joe, hot dog, Joe, welcome to the show again. Hey guys. Thanks for sure. the kind words, but don't let anybody know because I am a retired desert cop and I have a reputation out there. <laughs> <laughs> we, for those we in don't. Massachusetts, I uh, kind of know the, the, the running joke there. But, well, you just got to stay revere, and that says it all, you know, right there. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Thanks That's for the it. kind words, and it's guys like Mike, and, you know, I, I had people that help me along the way and that's the key and yeah. just giving it back and that's what it's all about absolutely you know he's been on the show so much that he has an old school shirt of ours yep. uh, anybody yep. who's not watching it's Friends our old logo yep. but you can see there it is he's sporting the shirt and the i have a father on the left. back what's anybody, that i have a few of those left if anybody wants one um yeah it's a call or send us a email or a text and i'll i'll mail you a shirt We'll get it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, definitely get it out for 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 you guys. Still got a few so. left. Still got a few left. Good, good. And we're getting new ones. So, and uh, so, Joe, um, what's been going on in your world since we last talked? We spoke. Yeah. For those who don't know me, my name, my real name is Joe Rizzuti. It's not Joe Hot Dogs. Uh, <laughs> I like to say, uh, you know, re- medically retired uh, disability out of the city of Riviera, which is you know for the the national audience, it's located north of Boston. It's a very colorful city. I'm being it's trying to use nice words. It's a great city, very colorful. Um, 
And uh, it was a, a dream come true for me to become a patrolman there, a city I grew up in and grew and lived in. And uh, it killed me retiring. And, and that ties into this whole addiction you know, piece. But what's going on is, you know, uh, the profession that I love so much is under attack. Um, public mm. safety in general is being taxed to limit fire EMS corrections, nursing. Um, my wife's a teacher. God love her. I know how she's doing it. Um, but our police officers are, uh, they're taking it hard. Um, mm. well, it's, really, it's really tough here in Massachusetts too, because we're one of the states that just put through a bill that really limits. Disgusting. The yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we have a, we have a, a Republican governor in name only. I mean, he's a, he's the most liberal uh, governor I've ever seen, but you know, and we have, and it's unfortunate, but, you know, there's a there's a liberal attorney general and, and, you know, it goes right down the line. But, you know, police officers job. We know I worked I worked the streets 28 years. You know, it's hard enough to put somebody under arrest, but to limit you to use force on somebody because you saw something on TV or because one 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 person who was happened to be a police officer murdered somebody. I mean, if we if we had to make decisions on how we were going to approach certain uh, occupations because of one incident, you know what? This country would be pretty messed up right now. In that whole, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, I had the honor to be an assistant lobbyist. I'm a big FOP guy. We're the largest in the country, as you know. And uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're just getting here in Massachusetts, but we're doing a great job. Um, you know, and, and uh, to see the disregard and the disrespect when they put that bill together for us in Massachusetts. Unreal. And listen, I'm all for transparency. I wanted the cameras. I was sick and tired of this. The, these false citizens complaints. Cameras like all day long. Criminals, criminals lie. And defense mm -hmm. attorneys tell their criminals. Uh, I mean, uh, I came boy, to... And attorneys lie, too. Listen, I, I came to the station. You can look it up. I was I come to the station one night after locking up somebody, and I go, what is Channel 5 doing here? They're going there. They're here for you. I had a, <laughs> locked up a guy who wouldn't show me his hands, and, and he looks very short. Uh, but he went to go hire an attorney who was a friend of mine, and it was a complete lie. Never retracted. Right. Um, it happens all the time. So, But anyways, um, again, that's where the frustrations are coming in. Um, the uh, you know, um, I'm just a bozo on the bus. Mike, you and Ed see it. Uh, uh, I volunteer up at the on-site. I'm on a... a <clears throat> I'm very active in the addiction field up here mm -hmm. as a, you know, to try to help other police right. fire. Uh, for our listeners and viewers, um, to tell them what the on-site Academy is. Yeah. Yeah. We work well with well, on-site. It, it, well, it started about the same time as Genesis does. We, we weren't a medical detox, but we were founded by Valerie and Hayden Duggan, who are two right. amazing. I call by blue angel. Uh, the blue angels uh, are mm -hmm. not just the, the, the Navy team. They're the police and fired people that help. So it's a, a residential facility that's based on the Mitchell model and the, the principles of the 12 steps that help uh, folks right. with post-traumatic stuff and addiction. Right. Uh, they started in 92 or 93. It's a farm, um, but we work well with Genesis and uh, mm. other places uh, that have first responder recovery programs. Right. They're like the finishing school. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. You get, yeah. You, you you get. I call it. You know, that in a good. Mike. This is where the plug goes for Mike in his profession. A good clinician. You cannot be in recovery or get your trauma stuff without a good vetted Absolutely. public safety. Right. Right. I'm trying to show you a, a 1990 um, three article. I'm going to just put this up real quick. Yeah. 
on Hayden Duggan, Mike Miles, and Tommy Fleming, 1993. And um, I don't know if you can see it there, but that was a front page Lowell Sun article about stress busters helping cops. That was 93. Imagine Nine. that, Mike. You've been doing it. You've been doing right. it forever, brother. From 87. <laughs> started in 87. But Hayden Duggan and his wife, I mean, they were right there in the beginning. Dr. James Reese. I was watching. Um, he just passed. He just mm. passed. I was watching him. I wanted to him, uh, huh? One of those shows and um, um, on TV, um, um, oh, what is it called? It's a great show. Dr. It, Phil? Uh, <laughs> no, it's an action-packed uh, FBI show. Oh, okay. They're profilers. Yeah. And they actually quote Dr. James Reese on the TV show. Oh, wow. We, right. the, Mind, the whole Mindhunter series was John Douglas. Mike is an MP quote because I'm a brother MP. Yeah. Bob yep. Bressler was a, uh, when I was at MP school, Bob Bressler, the late profiler, was a lieutenant colonel in the reserves, taught imagine. a class, which I wow. went to, imagine that, in, in 84. Right. Oh, my right. God. But oh yeah, my I God. got to meet Jim Reese because of Tom, uh, Tom, uh, Tom Greenhall, who yeah, Tom, yeah. another amazing man, right. um, at one of our conferences, and uh, he passed just about two years ago. Right. For, for any cop out there that might be struggling with, with the job or anything, there's a piece written by Dr. James Reese. It's called Policing a Violent Society. It's about a five-page read, but I got to tell you, this was written back in the 70s or early 80s. I think it was mid-70s by Dr. Reese. And I got, and he spoke at two of our conferences. Tom Fleming had him actually come in as a keynote speaker. Just an honor to meet a guy like that. And, you know, um, this morning I was reading some of your notes um, that you sent me up, Joe. And, um, you know, in this state, a lot of cops retire. Um, on disabilities, they get injured. I mean, it's, it's a tough job. But and even if you retire properly, not properly, but conventionally, meaning you have the amount of time, 31 years, and you, you are 55 years of old, that gives you your full retirement. Only 13% of us make it to that. Wow. Number two, there's no, there's no exit interviews in this profession. You think in a profession like this where it's such a high a risk of suicide, divorce, addiction, everything, that there would be uh, um, these, these lobbyists and, and these, the, <clears throat> these politicians ought to be looking at helping cops, not trying to hinder them. And they ought to be looking at the rate of suicide and everything and, and make it mandatory to have an exit interview before mm -hmm. they leave this job. Well, yeah. you know? well, the, well, I had two trash bags and nothing against my department. It's just the way it was. I went on a medical and I had, you know, my knee had to be redone and it was time. Um, but I had two trash bags and nobody was around. People were busy. Uh, my two partners wanted to take me out to lunch and I just grabbed a cigar, got in my car and that was it. You know, that was um, it, right. 30 years down the, uh, 20, oh, I did. I had 20, 20, yeah. right. <laughs> you but, just drive away. But Mike, like, like you, you mentioned the danger part, I think Boston did a study years ago. Their numbers was like five years after reti regular retirement. Right. People right. were dying. Sure. If you, I wrote, you know, for you guys that don't know, I mean, it's, 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 I wrote this comic book. Um, I wrote a book, and I wrote about. Wow, um, I didn't know that. I, about oh yeah, I have a copy of it here. I, I, I got to get another. Cause I did it for academic sense. I just did it because it gave me a sense of purpose when I was trying a to. A cop story. That's an yeah. When I, you know, it's a. It was a great tool because every one of us as in law enforcement has a story. Right. My thing is, I have a learning disability. I spelled cat with a K. If you look at the, <laughs> right. the way here, it's, it's the cat with a K. Cop story, okay. But <laughs> what I'm getting at is, I, I talked about 12 people who I lost, and half of them were done, half of them died of heart attacks. Right. 
almost all of them had, had, had the hot know, bill. Sure, it, it, it was the stress. Yeah, again, right. What's the word? You know, we talk about isolation and in, in recovery, and we're talking, you know, the alcohol, the bottle. You know, TV made it glint. I come to the job the first five years. I don't really remember. It was the quiet practice. Joe mm. Joe Wambach's book. That's what the job was about. That's how you got rid of your stress. You didn't well, that talk. that's podfather. You just keep talking about that. The choir practice. That's what you right, got right, back right, to right. work. You guys right. went to choir the practice. The church. No. The August us was the August moon. But what I'm getting at is um I could see because of Jenna's house and, and a lot of these programs like this, I this podcast that you guys are doing are phenomenal. I go to a badge meeting out in LA at ten o'clock at night. I see the trend changing. The younger cops, the veterans are doing the debriefings, they're using the different skills. Right. Uh, we're lucky in Massachusetts. Mike hit, hit it on a medical retirement. We get a decent pension. Cops throughout the country don't have this. Mm, no. And no. Uh, it, it's funny you say that because from state to state, it's different. Massachusetts, hands down, um, ha- they, you guys have a great union up there. You great, um, great retirement. I mean, throughout from every every aspect in 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 Massachusetts. You know, it's the states like Florida and Alabama and all those wow. states. Yeah, that are, that are you know those those guys don't have a chance, especially the cops. I mean, you know, they get somewhat of a pension, but these guys have to open up a landscaping right. company after they're they're well, they the, the PTS stuff, Mike knows, uh, is horrible because, you know, a lot of I'm I wouldn't say I'm anti-chief. I'm a union guy. I'm a patrol guy, but I do refer to them as the thieves of police of Massachusetts, not the chiefs, uh, because a lot of them their egos are bigger than their heads. Oh, oh let me tell you. Oh. And, and the problem is they call this thing called administrative betrayal, Mike Robin, right. because he knows where right. coming from. Right. And we see a lot of that at the onsite. And I get a lot of friends, great guys, right. the ones who understand that you know what the nitpicking. You don't need to do that. Mm. If your guys having a hard time, you need to get them help. Hey, you Those know, once I get Boston PD, look at the success that Commissioner yeah, sure, Cross got. Sure. Yeah, and you know, one hundred percent. I've seen chiefs of police um, over the years from from my city, uh, Lowell, where I worked. Uh, you know, I, I I'll tell you, if if people had spoken up, they never would have been sitting in that chair because they, you know, some of their past antics and in behavior and and actions were just horrible. But, you know, that's just how it goes. You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in cameras. I really am. I think mm-hmm. it's going to tell the story. Yep. You know, I don't know how a lawyer would figure out a way around it if it's right there. But they would. They'd figure Oh, they will. They would. You know. Well, listen, we, we, I call them the alphabet groups. we got these groups now uh, that don't want the cameras be in Massachusetts. Or they don't want them in certain areas. They want them. Be, you right. can't have it both ways. No, no, no. 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 Um, well, listen, if you're not doing anything wrong, if you're not doing anything shady or right, shitty, right. what, what's, you know, it doesn't matter about a camera. Yeah, the protector. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But here's, here's the thing that we're seeing, though. You know, you get the, the, the officer, which I tell officers now, if you get 20 years in Massachusetts or 20 years throughout the country, it's time to really look at your retirement because you were trained. Mike was trained different, not too much different than I was, but I don't. I had a, an old timer from Boston say, hey, Joe, we, we had to adapt with the Miranda warning. You know, they complained about having Miranda, right? Right, right. About 69 or 67, the Miranda right, right. came in. 67, yeah. But it was different. They had the tools to do the job. Right. We, we just passed a law in Massachusetts. You know, we just seen this craziness at the Capitol. Well, Massachusetts, they don't want you to use tear gas. No. They don't want you, they don't want you to have a, a water cannon. You know, right. uh, it, just <laughs> when you right. think about, you know, right. the long guns, they're limit, they're limiting you to deadly force, basically. Yeah. yeah well, that, Mike, you, Mike, you just hit it. That's a cop's yeah. cop talking. You just hit the nail on the head because 
what's the alternative? Right? Yeah. What's the alternative? You're setting the officer up to fail. Yeah. Well, you got a taser. Are you even allowed in tasers in Massachusetts? Yeah. Well, the yeah. problem with tasers in the winter, the, if any of your tactical guys would say, tasers yeah. in the winter environment don't work. Oh, okay. Same with OC. I worked in a beach community. You sprayed, I sprayed more of my partners than I did the, the <laughs> right. That's the truth because the wind comes back at you. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem with tasers, I've had a couple of unfortunate incidents that we had a reach out to offices. The, the, the subject was on fentanyl. Uh, uh, in this case, it was, it was a... Uh, a cocaine substance and he died because of the taste mm. wasn't the officer's fault mm -hmm. but the problem is in the winter time those prongs don't go into coats right right uh so yeah, it, it doesn't have, work no if you have a heavy jacket on it's not it's just going to bounce off it'll connect to the jacket but yeah it's got to hit the skin you know so there's a yeah. there's a lot of you know the tool they're limiting the tools uh they'll spend more money on a cruiser than they than they will yeah. Yeah. On, on mental health Oh and that's, that's and that's sad. the truth. When that's you look sad. at the budget, they will spend more money to fix their cruises right. than they will on getting an officer help. Mm. Right. Boston yeah. figured it out. Boston realized, hey, you have a yes. good wellness program. Yeah. It saves money in the long run. Yeah. The smaller departments throughout the country, they look. The chiefs look at it as, like, well, this is a slap on me. It isn't. Right. It's it's the job. Yeah, exactly. It's a job. Real quick, guys, we're going to take a break here. Yes. We're going to, yeah, we'll we'll, I, when we come back, we'll continue this. Also, I want to get everybody's view um, from being the, you know, from being police officers and everything about the Washington, D.C. debacle down there. And, and uh, let's talk Sounds a little bit about that. Let's start a pot a little bit here, guys. All right. All right. We'll be back. Answering the call, the First Responders podcast, sponsored to you by FirstNet, built by AT&T. I'm the Podfather. We'll be right back. You're first. First to respond, first to put others' lives before your own. And in an emergency, you need a network that puts you first, that connects you to technology, to each other, and to other agencies. Build with and for first responders. FirstNet, the only congressionally authorized wireless network for first responders. Because putting you first is our job. Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Hey everybody, welcome back. Answering the call, the First Responders Podcast. And we are sponsored by FirstNet. Built by AT&T. I am the podfather, Mike Miles, and I'm here with Jersey Ed, everybody. And, Jersey Ed. Uh, we're here with our special guest, Joe's Hot Dogs. Hot Joe's, dog, Joe. hot dog. Joe's Hot Dogs. Um, <laughs> hey, real, real quick, guys, I really want to just talk about that AT&T, well, the first net built by AT&T commercial. Um, Joe, I don't know if you have any experience with them, but they, they are. Absolutely. He does, yeah. Good, 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 good. And you know, they're, they're 
now a sponsor of our show. And it's been just amazing, like everybody talking about them and this this whole network that they built together. So FirstNet built by AT&T, we love you guys and keep up the good work keeping our first responders safe. We really appreciate it. So, Absolutely. Um, also, for any police officers that are looking to uh, to talk or looking to um you know, maybe they have a, a you know an issue that they want to talk about. Copline.org. Excellent. It's copline, C-O-P-L-I-N-E.org, or one eight hundred copline. That's one eight hundred two six seven five four six three. They have over a hundred uh, volunteer cops that um, that that will be there to assist you um, night, day, whatever. So if you guys are feeling a little kind of upset or whatever, or you know just not feeling right, please don't hesitate to call that number. Also, you know. Get to an emergency room, talk to somebody. Um, you know, we've we've seen it, uh, Joe. You've seen it. We all seen it. That um, you know, if if you don't talk and you don't get it out, you know, we, we don't we don't like that outcome that happens. They're right. good friends of our friends at BlueHelp.com. Oh, good. Uh, Aaron Solomon, uh, who who's been doing amazing work, who now are going to be tracking all public safety suicides. Really. Uh, so if your listeners are looking to to see some heart wrenching stuff. And get some education. Check out bluehelp.com. Bluehelp.com, right? Yeah, yeah. Get, get over there. Yeah, Karen, I know Karen and all those guys over there too. So, but I can, uh, I can remember there was a time when, um, you know, you're, you're looking for help, myself personally, you know, and uh, it was just so sparse. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot. Of, it was Eddie Donovan. That was it. You know? Yes, he's still alive. He, yeah, I know. And there was the Mattapans meetings, and, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden it was just one cop helping another cop, and then. You know, um, it's been great. I, and now as an old man, I look back and I can see that that all that hard work and, 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 and you know, um, it just turned into we have a mechanism. We have so many options. You mentioned uh, Kristen Leary, you know, uh, they, they going in the direction she's going, um, you know, um, it just. But, but if so we didn't have the guys like you pushing to do what you guys did way back when. And still pushing today, it wouldn't be set up the way it is today, you know? You know, the facility that I volunteer at, on-site, we see people come through there as, you know, heroes that are bent. They get unbent, and they get excited about helping others, and they go on. And we've spawned, you know, uh, more than our share. People get doctor degrees and get in this. There's now a a program specific. It's like a, a master's in public safety psychology out of Colorado. Yeah, uh, they're being offered. So, yeah. anyways, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, no, good, Very stuff. good absolutely, stuff. absolutely, absolutely. Good stuff. So, before the break, I know this is a touchy situation for everybody, but we, you know, uh, I, I want to talk about what's going on down in Washington D.C. Me as a civilian, you guys as um, police officers. I mean, we help police officers and first responders, but um, what's everybody? Th- what's everybody's thoughts on that? What 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 went through your guys' heads as, as police officers? Um, as you know. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I don't want to shake the rock the boat too much, but that's a lot of stuff is going on down there. A lot of stuff can go wrong or or go sideways. You know, well, look, look, I'll just stay, say real quick and then I'll give Joe a, a second. You know, I go back to Ferguson, Missouri several years ago when um, Michael Brown was shot by Officer Wilson and all the lies that come out of that news media putting their hands up, hands up, don't shoot, because allegedly that's what Michael Brown said not true that didn't happen at all the justice department determined that and um uh, holder was in eric holder was in charge back then um obama administration but and then i look at what happened out in seattle last year all 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 the different buildings that were burnt in baltimore seattle um wyoming it it just makes me sick to my stomach because nobody was doing a thing to stop it Mm. 
they will hold they would tell the cops to stand down now you see what happened in Washington and they're going to blame, you know, they're blaming the, the, the ex-president and, and, and any cop that is worth this salt will tell you. And I know two Capitol police officers that are, I've never mentioned their names, but they both are signed down there. And they were also told to stand down before any of this happened. And until it got to a point where it was. And mm-hmm. I just think it's to me. Uh, when I see all these soldiers down there, this is window dressing for one political party to make believe that it's so bad now that we can't even have a, a normal inauguration. I really believe the reason they're doing it, my opinion is, because he wouldn't get 500 people there, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And they don't want to show the, the country exactly who the next president's going to be in a few days. And and and, and I'll tell you, going forward, it's going to be the proof. We'll see what happens with law enforcement going forward. I don't think it's going to be good. Yeah, I, it it it's a tough situation down there, guys. And uh, you know, uh, I heard some stories, and I, yeah, of course, this is all just all of our opinions. This is the opinion of not of the show, but just opinions of of individuals um, that uh, that that they told um, that they the Capitol Police were calling in for help. And they were not responding immediately. They told like like you just said, Potfather, stand down, stand down. Like our, our cap, I don't care if you're uh, whatever side of the aisle on. If our capital building's being, you know, desecrated, get in there, get these guys out. I don't care what side of the aisle it is, get them out because that that should have not happened. Number one, that is that just you know the other the other thing too. It kills me is that. This is more publicized than than Seattle burning down, um, you know, than than uh, all those fires all over the place. Minneapolis, uh, we have we have cop friends in in St. Paul. The horrors that went over on over there, absolutely, you know. And, and again, I, you know, that's just my opinion, right, right. but but it just sickens me to see all this happening, you know. And, and, and Mike, you know, May May thirty first of this year. One of the worst riots in the city of Boston that the media did, called it a peaceful protest. Yes, the I, governor I was, did. The governor I, did. I sat in some. De- I've been involved in you know the debriefing end. My friends were on the line. I watched a friend of mine. She got hit in the head with a brick. Mm. I, I seen. You know, I, I talked to commanders on the ground. We had a governor call it a peaceful. The, listen, the peaceful protest stops when the first brick is thrown. Yes. Okay. They take away. They took away the tools. Now I'm a I'm I'm I am the well I am not a racist I hate being labeled as a racist because oh, yeah. it's a uniform I used to wear. You're a cop. You're this a goes back to the listen. President Obama had Bill Ears, the weatherman. Mike was going back to Mike. A guy was the head of a domestic terrorist organization that killed police officers. They yeah. killed one of your Jersey troopers and La Monica, right? And Walter Schroeder. Mm-hmm. One of the Schroeder brothers, and he had him at the White House. He called this his his mentor. Yeah. We have Mrs. Evil, uh, Alana Presley, who who called for the riots. Right. You can't have if you can't you know right. if you want to right. impeach the president, well, you, right. you know they're going to do right. what they want right. to do. Right. But yeah. it can't be on both sides. The fact of the matter is, I'm I, I'm listening to my friends down there. They set those capital cops up to feel from day mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It, it come over the net. The, the mayor of Washington, D.C. W- refused the help two days before. That just came out, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a former National Guard, uh, active army, National Guard, National Guard MP. The tools were available to them. 
They refused the tools. Ed, you've talked about the, the summer of the cities burning. Mm-hmm. When, when President Trump wanted to send the troops into Portland, what was the answer? No. Right. right. Nope. right. <laughs> We've got a society after Ferguson. President, we had we we don't have money in policing, right? Because they all the policing money's gone. So when we had a chance called a program called Nostad to get the the scary military equipment that saves lives, mm-hmm. because you know the only people that have the assault rifles are the bad guys that we're not right. putting in jail. The bottom line, and my bread, my blood boils. They won't let the officers wear the helmets of the tactical vest because it looks too scary. Too Not scary. too scary yes. for Nancy Pelosi <laughs> right. and the friends at the state right. house. Right. She's got twenty thousand troops protecting their air and up there. Oh, yeah. How many? How many? You know, we had National Guard troops in Boston, but not. You know, listen, our cops got did those cops in Capitol. I was down there for Gibson and Cheston. I'll never forget. I was down there with Mike's brothers from Whole PD. It was a crazy train ride going down. But we had two police officers killed in 96 down at the Capitol. They got killed. One of them was from Walton, Walton, Massachusetts. Wow. Those people have paid. People forget about the suicide. We, Officer Lindquist died of suicide during this thing. We, you know, this is real. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now it's okay to have the military equipment. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But where, where, where were these people during the summer? Right. They're so well, hypocr- it's, it's, such hypocrites. It's, it's just it's sad because of the politics. Hey, forget my blood pressure going, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I look at a little cardio in today. <laughs> you got Maxine Waters telling people to get in their faces, get up in their faces, don't let them rest, don't let them go into restaurants. I mean, basically, what she's saying is go harass and attack these politicians or anybody that might agree with this side of the aisle. Yeah. Bottom Mike, line is going Mike, forward. No, going forward. From this 21st on, it's going to be a whole new regime, mm-hmm. and you watch how things are going to change, and you watch how COVID all of a sudden is going to be, hey, open up the restaurant. It's good now. It's good. Everything's going to be wonderful. It's all going to be peaches. Do you, remember, and remember, do you guys remember Bear Gate? Mike Crowley, great guy, right? The whole mm-hmm. bullshit that went on with, with, sure. with, with, with that. Sure. The Bear Summit. The, the Bear, Bear Summit. Uh, right. You know, but he, he's, we just had a, we have a DA in Suffolk County, Massachusetts. It's insane. She's the biggest hypocrite. It's out of her mind. She just got mind. caught. Yeah, I saw. Caught, right, she put. She had road rage. She, pro- I think, she probably had a bad ice cube. She, this oh, what yeah. it sounds like she flipped <laughs> on blue lights, which she's not authorized to do. Right, she's she's a racist. She's it's, a horrible and, person. And uh, there's a great uh, reporter called Turtle Boy. I think he's a great reporter. He I think he is the, too. I think he, he, she, he just proved the fact that. You know, she lied. She, she said lied. to uh, a news reporter that confronted her, she said, I don't want you filming my kids. But yet she was on the Netflix documentary called The uh, Trial Four, mm-hmm. showing her kids. Right. And right. She, she, she whipped, went, went in doubt, she whipped the race card right. out. And again, this is not about race. All we're asking is to be fair. fair and she's going to get a promotion. She's, she's going to be she's going to be getting a promotion by this administration soon. You watch. She will. Marty Walsh, look at the mayor in Boston. Oh, he's down there now, right? You talk about a bozo, a a guy that's... But but here's the... This is what we're just talking about. You see how quick I got worked up? Our offices that are on the line, this is what happens to them. About 100 times first. They hit and they go home. If they don't have the tools, Mike, and you know this is... They're hitting the bottle or... you know, Listen... I wonder I if Marty Walsh is hitting the bottle. He introduces I, I don't his- know about that. But I'm going to try, try, try to bring the, put the point in is, listen, these guys that work 100 hours all of a sudden now are going to go home to their families that they haven't seen anymore. Right. They've got the added stress of living in the house, right? We're seeing the domestics kind of act up. It, it's got, There's nothing good that can come from this. 
So this is why we have to have these programs in place. And that's that's why we're here, right? That's our mission. Our mission is to right. prevent our the end game is to prevent somebody from getting hurt or dying early or right. uh, suiciding. And, well, and that's I, why I, I'm just a firm believer in AA and in the in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. teachings of AA. And what it says in AA basically is that not not to use your your platform, uh, you, you know, to make yourself look something that you're not. And for him to be at the national association or the uh, the, the Democratic National Association or whatever they, they had together back there and introduced himself as Marty Walsh. I am an, I'm Marty Walsh. I'm an alcoholic. That, that to me was so disturbing. You know, people laughed. They thought it was funny. But you know what? It's not funny. It, it's mm-hmm. sad. It's sad that that that, that introduction is meant for the halls of AA, not not for public. No. Schools. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's in, in, in our in our literature saying that, you know, uh, of uh, what, what's it's uh, one of the. Um, Traditions, yeah. right? One of the right. exactly, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be but, humble, but, yeah. You know, listen, uh, Doctor Duggan got a great saying: "If you see Buddha on the side of the road, kill him." <laughs> and I love it because you know, we're, Rule Thirty Two, Rule Sixty Two. You know, we got to be humble. We can't. Yes, you know, Rule Sixty Two. Yeah. Sixty Two. But you know, I, I I became a cop to help people. I find this is what we're, I'm, I'm just a bozo in the gut bus. I'm not a psychologist. I got a bachelor's in criminal justice, law enforcement management. I couldn't pass the side exam. Okay. I have to tell you where you, you can wipe your, your rear end with those degrees. Right. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is I get more helping my brothers and sisters like Mike and Ed, you do because you know what they're doing. They're making, they make, they're the ones when the rubber hits the road, Mike, when you go to that call, Mike can test us. We've got less than five minutes to, to determine Mm. If they're going to be arrested, we're trying to get people's life's problems in five minutes. Mm. And then when you, you're human and you make a mistake, it's a mistake, a tactical error. It's not racist. <laughs> no, if no. you look at well, these, yeah, 90% of these are tactical yeah. errors. That hey, these I've said it before and I'll say it again. 35 years in uniform in the city of Lowell, very diverse city, and not once did I ever see racism from a cop to a to to a civilian. I've seen it the other way, but I've never ever worked with a cop, male or female, old or young, that that acted in a racist way. Never, never saw it. So, you know, for the media to paint most cops as racist and scamming all these young black men are afraid, the mothers say they're afraid to go out. And I believe they are afraid because they're hearing it all. And, you know, know, all you got to do is, hey, when the cop stops you, you you do what you're asked to do, period. Criminals, Criminals come in all shapes, colors, sizes, yep. sexual Ooh. orientation. Right. Yeah. The problem we have, do we have, nobody hates bad cops more than the good cops. That's right. Listen, look at where I worked, okay? Right. Right. I mean, th- and I say that lovingly because you know, the the folks before me, we had some crazy stuff going on at my job. Right. But the bottom line is, this is where transparency, yeah, that's why Mike said we love the cameras. Transparency, but it's also going to have transparency from the top. Mm-hmm. You can't have chiefs preaching this about their patrol. And as we've just seen with one of our local departments, the, 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 the chief with the big head that's making crazy money, and he's torturing people up here. Yep. You know, you can't. Just, it's just crazy. When that cop was kneeling on on that suspect, Mr. Floyd, when he was on his neck, he murdered him. He murdered him. Oh, right absolutely. 100%. He's, he's I don't know one cop. police officer. I don't know one police officer absolutely. that would say, oh, that's that's just standard procedure. That was <laughs> murder. He murdered him. No one's disputing it. Put him in jail. Give him the chair. Whatever you want to do. Of course, in this country, he'll, he'll probably get a couple of years or whatever. But you know what? We saw it. We agree. Mm-hmm. Not every cop's doing that. 
No. Don't let the media steal us. And I'll say one thing I've learned over these last four years, whether you like Trump or not or whatever, the President Trump, you know what? Fake media, 100 percent. I've seen it. I knew it 20 years before mm-hmm. Trump said it. Fake yeah. media. They yeah. will torture you. They will ruin you without any remorse at all. And they, well, they well because lie, the, lie, the, lie. because the lady crossing the road or the cop getting a cat out of a tree, that doesn't sell newspapers or sell, sell right. stories on TV. Right. We it's, had, it's, you know, it's shit like that that happens, you know? Right. We, we, we had a reporter named Todd Wozniak, Wozniak up at the Globe. He ran a story about 10 years ago or eight years ago about cops getting arrested for OU and I getting away with it. And he triggered one of my guys. And I went out of my mind. And a good friend of mine is a reporter, a friend of mine over at the Globe, I called him. And she set up a meeting. I met him at a, at a, a McDonald's. And I brought him a stack of books, the, the Shattered Badge, the, you know, Gil Martin's book. Mm-hmm. And after that conversation, I said, have you ever gone on a ride along with a police officer? He said, no. I said, you know what our culture is? No. I said, you know that all these people that you talked about were found guilty? He's not on our guy's doors <laughs> asking about all your eyes. Right. You know, I says, why don't you take the time to see what the stress right. is? No, they don't want to. No, yeah, they don't. They never will. It sells papers. Right. It sells papers. Yeah, it sells right. papers. So, you know, puts. Uh, yeah, that's what it's about. You know, and, yep. and listen. You know, we're we're running out of time here, guys. Yeah. But there, there's a bad apple in every bunch. I don't care what what 100%. what there is. 100%. The presidency has bad apples. The Absolutely. Uh, you know, cops, the Congress, the Senate. Right, Everybody they got more than one. Let me tell you that. Yeah, they got a bunch on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, on both yeah, sides yeah. of the exactly. aisle. Exactly, one hundred percent. And any any term thing, limits. You know, only thing that's going to save us is term limits, and you're yeah. never going to see it. No. Here Hypocrites. No, no. We gotta get rid of the hypocrites in this yeah, country. Yeah. But here, here's my lifetime. <laughs> here's here's the the ironic part of it. You, you know, we're all gonna talk about this, we're all gonna go home, but you know what? When something happens and a phone call is made we'll and there, there right. needs to be a police officer there, it doesn't matter what their political right. affiliation is, they're gonna do right. everything they can, possibly right. even give up their lives to protect that fucking person. I've called Sorry. I've called I've called you ready for for assistance. I've called Joe, Joe's called me, Joe's called you, you've called me, Joe. Not once did anyone ever say, hey, <laughs> how does he vote? How does she yeah, vote? Exactly. You know? I just pr- exactly. I pray for what color are they? Yeah. Those, guys at the, those guys and girls at the Capitol. God bless them. They held the line that day with yep. no resources, no manpower. Women, right. uh, p- p- uh, no manpower. I'm trying to be politically correct. I can't come up with the word <laughs> for that one. Um, but think those legislators owe them their lives. Right. They should oh, be every thankful day. for the every men and day. women right. of the Capitol yeah. Police, right. of the policing down yeah. there. They did right. they were an amazing job. I'm like, right. thoughts yeah. and prayers go out to the National Guard MPs that are down right. there now. You didn't and hear let's, anybody. Let's get nothing. Let's let's get this straight, guys. What happened down there was disgusting. completely bad, disgusting, disgusting. Right. horrible. Right. Right. Uh, you know, if if Trump incited it or not, it, it, it will be de- to be it determined. Whatever right. it is, right. it should have not happened, no matter what. You know, right. but by no means are we are we on the board with that. We are completely against what happened. And not only that, but any police officer will tell you our worst nightmare is these white supremacist groups that mm. are out there. That that you're they're the ones that are armed, they're right. the ones that are organized. Mm-hmm, and they right. think they they think we heard this, they think they're right. part of you or they're affiliated mm. with you. No, right. we want nothing to do with you now. Nope. Right. Just See, like yeah. Black Lives Matter. Nobody should have anything to do with them either. And 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 you know what? It's not politically correct to say that. But when you look back two years ago, what was going on? a year and a half ago and who started it and who was marching in the streets. And you see these signs up, you know what? To me, it's disgusting. Mm. It's disgusting. 
Yeah, it's 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 a tough world out there, guys. So, uh, Joe, uh, thank you so much thank for being you, a guys. guest. I know I know we we rocked the boat a little bit here on oh, this show, but, but that's, that's okay. I went you know? to Fun Rocks. It's good. <laughs> absolutely. It's and Podfather, the great show, guys. Joe, uh, come back a hundred times, please. You yeah, know, Joe, you're keep, up the work, keep up the keep good up work. work, and hopefully, see you the summer thought that got. Absolutely, we'll see you there, buddy. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Joe. Podfather, will take us out. Talk to you soon. Sure, absolutely. Answering the call, the first responders podcast. Stay Um, safe, everybody. Stay safe. Great show. Take care, guys.